Hey, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and participate in the conversation by commenting down below or upvoting the video. I'm here with Tom Vanderford. He does a weekly segment on the show, although he didn't do it last week, but last week we were pretty busy, so um, that may have been my mistake. How you doing, Tom? Hey, doing fine, man. Yeah, you guys had a little storm that day, so we can overlook that's right. that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it, you know, every time, you know, like Thursday mornings, um, we send, we tend to always have storms um, down here during hurricane season, but maybe it's done um, because it's it's actually pretty nice outside. I think it's – is it fairly cool in um, north Mississippi? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was 25 this morning driving to work. Ooh. Yeah, nice and nice and chilly. Yeah, it's it's eighty one right now where I am. Oh um, man. Yeah, and I have already had my email in because um, I think we are going to go to the Citrus Bowl. That's that. If you wanted me to put money on where we go, I would say the Citrus Bowl. So I already have the email out to them about potentially advertising on the show and all of that stuff at the for the oh, time good being. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Maybe you can scoop your press pass. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to be credentialed. Um, I'm going to make shirts. I have a couple of designs that just says, like, usually right and stuff stuff like that intended to just <laughs> to, to aggravate people. But I'm going to oh, do yeah. that and, and go, whether it's the ReliaQuest Bowl or the Citrus Bowl, I'm going to one of those. Heck, if we go to the Orange Bowl, I'll probably go down there for the day, for a day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah. it should be pretty good. So, before we move on to the game where, as you can see below, um, Ole Miss is a three-point favorite over Arkansas, let's talk a little bit about the Bama game because there's not been many games in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium that I've heard like that. That is props to the crowd, props to Lane Kiffin for what he's building. Really, it was good all the way around, and the only thing that could have changed to make that just a perfect day is a catch on that last play, I think. Yeah, Mingo catches that ball, uh, and it's totally different. Um, we, we, uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I was impressed with our defense. I thought they played their best game of the year against probably the best quarterback in college football. Yeah. He's special. I, uh, yep. He is. Uh, I, 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 I can't not say this. I'm, I'm, I'm really displeased with the officiating. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've, I've watched a lot of Alabama Ole Miss games, and I've seen a lot of funky calls. But uh, this was the worst one I think I'd ever seen. But the kids gave it their all. Jackson Dart, you know, showed me that he's as, as tough as Matt Corral. Mm. He did. He, he, you know, he got beat up on and yanked on and thrown around. And he didn't whine or cry. He just got up rushed it off and said, let's go, bro. So the future looks bright with him and Quinshawn. And it, 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 it's just, we're going to have to, and I'm glad our NIL collective is, I think over 4,000 people now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to need all the money we can get to keep Quinshawn and other people like that at Ole Miss, because I guarantee you, Auburn and these other folks are going to come after him. Of course, you know, Twitter, Twitter's not the truth teller, but 
But I saw one today where a guy says, yeah, Lane's coming to Auburn. He's bringing Dart and Judkins with him. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. I, you know, I feel so sorry for those folks because he's not going. He's got something that he's working on at Ole Miss. And mm. I think he stays until he gets it done. Yeah, honestly, I think Auburn hires Cadillac Williams. I think Cadillac gets the job. I think they're about to Matt Loop this. I hope they do. Hmm? I hope they do. Well, the, uh, no matter who they hire, you know, it's they, not going to be viewed that, as well, a successful search. Yeah, well, I think they – God bless them. I know they got a lot of money. I know they do. I know it. I hear it all the time. But they're already paying two head coaches and staffs hmm. and – ADs and everybody else, you know, and then NIL, I mean, you can run out of, Yellowwood ain't got all the money in the world. Eventually, you're going to run out of money. So if they go on the cheap and get Cadillac and then give him a, you know, a stud offensive coordinator and a stud defensive coordinator, kind of like what Arkansas did. Hmm. Uh, you know, they went out and got a position coach at Georgia and got a really good defensive coordinator and a good offensive coordinator. That may be their plan. I don't know. But I assume that they've probably been turned down by everybody who is somebody. Nobody wants to get in that mess. I mean, you've got their last two head coaches that won national championships got fired. Mm -hmm. You know. You you want to hear you want to hear what my prediction is for the Auburn job, what is actually going to happen? I think Cadillac Williams is going to end up getting the head job. I think they're going to beat Western Kentucky, and then they're going to play Alabama close enough that it's going to create the swell to where we should just hire Cadillac, um, especially after Lane Kiffin tells them no. And then they're going to get Kendall Browse as offensive coordinator and Kevin Steele as defensive coordinator. I can see that for sure, especially Kevin Steele. Mm-hmm. Because Yellowwood loves him some Kevin Steele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they're going to try and recruit and turn their way out of this, and it's going to look similar to 2017, 2018, and 2019 at Ole Miss. Because Auburn, all of a sudden, they look in the mirror and they see Alabama. But everybody else looks at Auburn and they see uh, Arkansas. <laughs> so... They need to, first first step to any situation is know who you are. If you don't know you, you're not going to be able to get the best version of you. And right now they do not know who they are. And in the NIL and the college landscapes, everything has changed. They're going to end up offering Lane Kiffin an $11, $12 million deal. I don't even know if Lane Kiffin would take that because – at a certain point, once a college coach makes a ton of money, let's say over $3 million, it all becomes diminishing returns at that point. It's all about right. status and, and building it up. So you're not going to leave one place where you can get $10 for another place, where, or $10 million where you can go to another place and get $12 million. It just doesn't work that way because once you're wealthy, you have more than enough money to do anything anyway. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I... Auburn has had money, but they've had money for the last 10 years. Um, They've um, had booster problems for the last 10 years. And 
you can talk about, hey, we've got all this money now, which they already had. The boosters are not going to get involved, which they always do and have for the last 20 years. And all these problems, they're like, no, no, no. It's almost like a um, battered woman where the husband says, no, 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 no. I was wrong to do that. I will not do that again. I'm sorry. And then he does it again. And it happens over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. And and sometimes you I just realize that remember, husband's toxic. Yeah, I can still remember the Petrino Tupperville stuff, mm-hmm. you know. That's plain good. Uh, they've been doing it. They've been doing it forever. They've mm-hmm. been doing it forever. And they're not gonna change. No. And I and I honestly think that Lane, if this was Lane at Tennessee, I say he might go. But this is mature been around the block, seen a few things Lane. He knows he has complete control of his program at Ole Miss. He knows his AD backs him 100% at Ole Miss. He knows that the alumni and the fans are doing whatever they can to get this NIL going strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's about to make $10 million a year. People forget that we have put off the capital campaign to tear down the the home side of the stadium and and Mm. replace it. Uh, I don't know this for a fact. I just know it's true that a lot of that money that may have been earmarked for that, the folks may be saying, hey, I want to give this to NIL. Mm. So I think that we're in good shape there. And I listen. I we've been Ole Miss fans forever, and I'm mm-hmm. going to segue into Arkansas real quick. It's supposed to be colder than a well digger's bottom in Arkansas. <laughs> it's a night game. Mm-hmm. We know what our normal uh, outcome is when we go into Fayetteville when it's cold. Uh, there's just something different about this team. Well, I can tell you what's different. You want to know what's about different about this team? We've been a pass-happy team for a good portion since Houston Nutt beat them up in Fayetteville at night in 2008. We've been a passing team. And passing teams in cold weather, your passing offense is going to get less and less. The warmer it is, the better of a passing offense you can have. We're not a passing team this year. Oh, we're no, Quinshawn Junkins. Yeah, we're ground and pound. We don't care if it gets cold. You've got guys that are going to go out and just absolutely play and hammer and be physical monsters. This Ole Miss-Arkansas game Saturday could be two hours and 45 minutes long. Just both teams just hammering the ball. Now, the question I that I have, how which K.J. Jefferson are we going to get, the injured version or the healthy version or whichever level in between? Because the healthy version, Arkansas could make a game of it. The injured version, Arkansas doesn't have a chance. I hate to say this because I don't wish harm on anybody, but I hope he's a gimpy. I hope he's I hope he's a little limpy and gimpy because KJ Jefferson is from North Panola. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's gonna play in this game and he's gonna do the best that he can to beat Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it broke his heart that he couldn't play at Mississippi State. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, whenever he, whenever he goes to, home, he, he plays. That's right. And he mm-hmm. wants to, he wants to play hard. So, uh, personally, I think he's, you know, he's been injured on and off this season. And uh, I may be wrong. 
I may be wrong, but he doesn't have a Burks this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, if our defense, it's hard for a team to get up twice in a row. You don't want Alabama to beat you twice. But if our defense plays like they did against Alabama, Quinshawn Juckins uh, totes mm-hmm. the rock like he has all year, uh, maybe we'll even get lucky and Zach Evans will, will pass a concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. But I am telling you right now, I feel really good about Saturday. I do. I really yeah. do. I think I think we uh, have a really good shot at winning our next two. The and the clavicle. Bear, but you know, always we, we're at home. Yeah. We're at home. And uh, I think we got a lot more talent than they do. So we'll have to find out. Yeah, we have to look at it, but we were just talking about cold weather affecting the passing game. We have to see what that is for Thanksgiving because – Well, exactly, because yeah. – exactly. And, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were talking, and if I remember correctly, I've been through a lot since then, but mm. if I remember correctly, I said our floor was five wins and our ceiling was nine. I may mm. be wrong. Our ceiling may be ten. Yeah. Yeah, and I would love for us to – end up in the in the citrus bowl capital one bowl whatever they call it now it's the citrus bowl again it is the citrus okay, bowl good again because um, capital I one is now it. sponsoring the orange bowl i think that's now, the reason now, for that. i want you to think about this you've been an old miss fan for your whole life like i have mm-hmm. first year he's there after a, a losing record he mm-hmm. takes us to the Outback Bowl, we've never been. He takes us to that. Mm-hmm. Second year he's there, we go to Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen every day. Third year, we end up going to the Citrus Bowl in a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. Over half the roster is new. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands I mean, this, down, uh, the best head coach in Ole Miss history in my lifetime, anyway. Yeah, and also... Ole Miss will probably be the favorite for the SEC West next year. Oh, I I, I completely agree with that. They they will we're they gonna be would, loaded. And Bryce Young is leaving. Oh, right. Uh, now, granted, Ole Miss and plays at Georgia. What's to say he's not going to split? Yeah, Jaden Daniels down at LSU. He's a junior. He can split too. Yeah, and he right. might. De- yeah, he might decide it's time to go pro. Yep. But the odds-on favorite to win the SEC West should be Ole Miss next year. I completely uh, agree. And this is something we haven't seen. This is what Lane Kiffin has built at Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. What we are witnessing right now and what people don't realize, like if you weren't around for way back in the 50s and all that, we're in about 1956 Whenever you're building, you're winning seven, eight, nine games and going to different bowl games. But the 59, 60, 61, and 62, that's starting to become visible. And they're starting to recruit that way. So just understand exactly where we are right now. People don't understand that. They're like, Ole Miss is always going to be an also-ran and all that because they need boxes to put people in. And then putting Ole Miss in an also-ran box makes them feel better. But they don't realize that Hugh Freeze changed his program. Ole Miss fundamentally changed in 2014 when they went to an yep. access ball. 
to the point where probation did not even slow us down. That's the amazing thing. It did not slow us down. The first year that we were back to normal was 2020, Lane Kiffin, and all of a sudden this is right back going again. So the ceiling of this place, honestly, is a national championship. I never thought I would have said that 10 years ago, but that is the ceiling of this school. I agree. Uh, the four also, the four or five wins is probably the four. But that's most places. Um, but that ceiling being where it is and people understanding that, and also we don't have the shackles of a blue blood uh, attached to the program. There's so much more freedom allowed to for a coach at Ole Miss. Exactly. And, and you don't understand the positives that are going on here, especially now that they can pay $9, $10 million a year to a head football coach. This is just a new day in Oxford, guys. Years ago, mm-hmm. when they hired Nick Saban and they had him for a few years, he won his first national championship, and I think they were paying him $5, 6000000 million a year. And somebody at work said, can you believe he's making that much? I said, he's worth every penny. Mm-hmm. He's worth more than that. And that's what I feel about Lane Kiffin. If we pay him 10 or $11 million, it's worth every penny. Yeah, it's worth you could honestly yeah. if you're talking about a value proposition, it would yeah. be worth it to pay Lane Kiffin 15 million. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. of the ancillary yeah. benefits that he brings into the school. Exactly. Exactly. He's a national mm-hmm. name. He's hot. Every time you check Twitter, he's the number one coach in America mm-hmm. that people interact with on Twitter. You know, he gets it. He's 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 and you know what I love the most about him? That press conference after the game Mm. where he said, I don't give up about any of this stuff. We did not win the game. We're here to Mm. win the game. Mm. Man, I've been wanting to hear that my whole life. Yeah, it's it's culture building, man. It's doing everything the right way. It's amazing what he's doing. And I'm sure that um, Ole Miss understands what they have in him. Um, And they're going to do whatever they can. Yeah. To, to keep him here as long as possible. I, and I don't think Lane Kiffin is here for more than four or five years. I, th- I think the NFL is his ultimate stop. But yeah. for the time being, I'm going to enjoy every minute, every game that he is here because the next coach is all of a sudden going to her- inherit an LSU-like program as opposed to a Mississippi State-like program. That's right. And, and, we'll and be that, able that, to that is what Lane Kiffin right. did. And we'll be able to go out and – get a Brian Kelly type, a Notre Dame guy that wants to win or whoever. We'll be able to go get that coach and spend that money because they'll know that they've got a friendly administration, you know, a friendly fan base, and uh, we can pay them good money. So yeah. there's no reason, no reason not to. Just as long as we don't hire Jimbo, I'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think Jimbo's I, done. I absolutely love that Ross Bjork made <laughs> that extension deal with him because Ross bent Ole Miss over in the NCAA investigation to save his own hide. And mm. karma, buddy, karma. Okay, love by it. the way, and this is something I'm going to put out on this podcast, um, and whether or not you're listening or not um, to it, 
if for some reason the SEC is loud and they facilitate for Lane Kiffin to make an intra-conference move to another school, I don't care if it's Auburn, it could be LSU, it could be an A&M, Ole Miss needs to hire Hugh Freeze back and just throw double birds in the air and say, let's go. Because Exactly. Yeah, exactly. we tried to be a, we tried to be a yep. good soldier. And, and no, at that point, bring yep. him back, give him what he needs. It's all legal yep. now, and go. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just like listen, we went through our probation for for what for nickel and dime stuff. Mm-hmm. They had Auburn red handed with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Auburn, this is a well known fact. Their lawyer group and their AD staff flew up to Indianapolis, sat at the table with the NCAA, looked across the table, and said, prove it, and then got mm-hmm. up and walked out. Nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to – and listen, the NCAA don't have the teeth they used to be. Yeah. yeah they're, they're losing power every minute of every day. Yeah. But if if they allow the move to go interconference inside the conference, like I said, whether yep. Auburn, A and M, or anybody, Ole Miss needs to just throw up double birds and go get Hugh Freeze. Just period. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I anyway, pay him ten million. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no problem. And tell him no right in the contract. Yeah, right into the contract to get a burner phone. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll buy the burner phone. Yeah, seriously, it's, it's like get Mint Mobile. I mean, Ron, Ron yeah. Reynolds is always on TV talking about that. Exactly. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Tom, thank you very much for stopping by today. We went for a little bit, uh, but it, it was pretty great, man. Hey, man, I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. Yep. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.